The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, before the show starts, I just want to invite you to join me in my next test group. This is for those who are interested in figuring out what the heck is going on with your body. Why it seems you can't lose weight, even though you've been doing everything right or exercising yourself into the ground, following these diet plans, restricting your calories, yet the scale seems to be working against you. Or maybe you just want to improve your gut health. You want to know how your body works and understand how an individual approach is what it's going to take. Nobody believes that one diet is going to work for everyone. So why do we keep trying? I encourage you to join me in developing your own unique diet. To be on the wait list and first to be notified when my next test group opens, go to dietbetatest.com. Remember, the first word is diet. Dietbetatest.com. And you won't be put on a diet. You'll discover how your diet can free you from weight loss resistance. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. Today, anxiety and depression. How so much of it is directly correlated to our gut health and inflammation in our bodies. Not only will you learn how this is happening, why this is happening, but how you can prevent it. Oh, I'm so excited to be joined today by my friend and mentor, Dr. Daniel Amen. You may recognize that name because it was Dr. Amen's appearance on one of my podcasts that actually sparked this whole revolution. At his insistence, I decided to get a brain scan. After I'd done an interview with him and he suggested that my symptoms sounded as though I had ADD. Thinking he was half joking, I went in for a brain scan. And what I found changed the course of my life and my career. Thanks to the work of the Amen Clinic and actually being able to see my brain. And we've provided a link for you below this video of my before and after scans. Not that I'm bragging, but I am kind of bragging. If there's any kind of before and after photo that I think everyone should proudly display, it's their brain. And the brain health of all of us is greatly determined by our gut health. And in this lesson, you'll be hearing from Dr. Daniel Amen himself. He's the founder of AmenClinics.com. He's a double board certified psychiatrist, a neuroscientist, a 10-time New York Times bestselling author, a distinguished fellow of the American Psychiatric Association, and one of the most popular TED Talk speakers. He's been featured on PBS and countless national news stories. He's also a scientist, a researcher, and a treating physician. Grab a pen and a piece of paper because you're going to want to take some notes on this lesson. Dr. Amen, it is such an honor to have you here with me today. Those who've been following my journey know how much faith and how much um, gratitude I have for the incredible transformation that has happened in my life that started with a brain spect and how that eventually led to 
my pursuit and interest in leaky gut and then understanding how it affects metabolism and all areas of our health. Today, I am delighted to share with them your knowledge about how our gut health impacts anxiety and depression. Well, I am so honored and so excited to talk to the people who love you and grateful to be part of your brain's transformation. And only recently were physicians making this connection. But your gut has a hundred trillion bugs. I mean, think about that. It's like its own universe. And they make neurotransmitters. They make the chemicals that help your brain feel happy or sad. They also make vitamins and they get rid of toxins. It is just an incredibly important system to help you or hurt you. And some of the things we've learned that if you had a lot of antibiotics as a child, it could really disrupt your gut and perhaps even cause lifelong struggles with anxiety and depression. Okay, you mentioned antibiotics, and I can't help but wonder, because there's been such an increased use of antibiotics in our livestock, and of course we know that those antibiotics are needed in some cases to keep animals from spreading disease, but they've also been used widely to increase the size and growth of livestock. What effect, if any, has that had on, I mean, not only our antibiotic resistance, but on the way antibiotics have affected our gut and our overall health just from consuming animals treated with antibiotics? 70% of the antibiotics in this country are not given to people, they're given to livestock. And so it's important I mean, this is just such a simple concept, but it's profound. Whatever the animals eat, you get to eat as well. Or whatever the animals consume, you get to consume that as well. So we often talk about hormone-free, antibiotic-free, free-range, grass-fed meats because if you're eating meat that's commercially raised, it's often loaded with antibiotics and hormones, which means you get those as well. And we've been wondering why girls are having their menstrual cycles earlier and earlier. And it's because of the hormone disruptors that they're getting in their diet and also on their body in the toxic products. They either wash their hair with or put deodorant on. There's a cool app I like called Think Dirty. And it allows you to scan all of your products and it will tell you about the toxins in the products. Isn't that interesting? Because goes on your body goes in your body. And I'm a psychiatrist by training. It's like, well, why do I care about that? Because what we're learning is that toxins happen to be a major cause of anxiety and depression and memory problems as well. And so if someone's struggling with anxiety and depression, the first thing to do is fall in love with your brain and then learn how to take care of it. So it's not a Prozac deficiency. 
healthy per se. It could be your gut health isn't right, which is why I'm a huge proponent of probiotics. And we actually make one here we call ProBrain Biotics because there are two studies showing it decreases stress and enhances mood. Isn't that interesting? And I remember when we told Chloe, Chloe's our 13-year-old, seven or eight years ago about her microbiome or the bugs in her gut. She's like, ew, I have bugs in my gut. And we're, we're now, no, don't think about it like that. It's like they're your pets and you have to take care of them. You have to feed them right and protect them. And they're working for you. And so, I mean, who really thinks about their gut? If you think about the standard American diet and the trash we put in our bodies without really thinking about it, but there's a huge connection between your mood and your food. Okay, but here's the problem. We go to the doctor, we go to our general practitioner, and maybe it's the words we use. I'm not feeling well. I'm tired. I've got constant fatigue. I'm not as happy as I once was. I just feel flat. I'm not in the mood to exercise. I'm just blah. And they don't ask you any questions about your diet, what you might be eating, any questions to figure out whether you've got inflammation, what toxins you're being exposed to. They just pull out their little pad and write a prescription. And of course, I I don't mean that all doctors do that, of course, but the overwhelming majority or we wouldn't have a statistic like 254 million prescriptions for antidepressants in a single year. And I mean, I've spent like the last year doing research and I keep seeing tons and tons of research about the connection between gut health, our diet and depression and anxiety. So clearly there's tons of research. Why hasn't this caught on with our mainstream medical professionals? Well, it's clearly there. I mean, the research is clearly there. But just since I've been a doctor for 35 years, how reimbursement works has dramatically changed. So rather than seeing 15 patients in a day, people are forced to see 40 patients in a day in order to make the same level of income. And when you're coming out of medical school with four or $500,000 of debt, it becomes much more about productivity than outcome. And long time ago, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. And so we spend time with our patients trying to understand their lives, their stress. You know, I try to understand people in four circles. You know, what's the biology telling me? That's why we use imaging. What's their psychology? How do they think? And what's their development like? What's the social circle there in because people are contagious? Uh, and what's the spiritual circle, which is why do you care? Why do you think you're on the planet? What's your sense of meaning and purpose? And so getting people well is in all four circles. And I know you did some biological things like hyperbaric oxygen and managing your gut, optimizing your gut and taking supplements. But too often, there are also psychological issues. I talk about killing the ants, the automatic negative thoughts that come into your mind and steal your health. You don't have to believe every stupid thought you have. It's really a skill they should have taught you in third grade. It's like, let's talk about our thoughts. And whenever you feel sad or mad or nervous or out of control, let's write them down and see if they're helping you or they're 
hurting you because thoughts attack you. And what are your relationships like? And what is your sense of purpose? And I found that four circle approach, it just worked so well with anxiety and depression. They're highly treatable illnesses. And it's so important not to go to meds first because the meds are insidious in that when you start them, they actually will make your brain require them in order to feel normal. And I don't like that. And so, I mean, I will use medicine if we need it, but head to head against antidepressants, exercise is equally effective. Exercise is equally effective. Walk like you're late, 45 minutes, four times a week is as effective as Zoloft. Um, Head to head against fish oil. Omega fat acids are equally effective to antidepressants, but there are no side effects with fish oil. Head to head, learning not to believe every stupid thought you have. It's called cognitive behavior therapy. Equally effective. So if you're struggling with anxiety and depression, the first things are exercise, omega-3 fatty acids and learning how not to believe every stupid thought you have. And then we look at people's brains like we looked at yours. And sometimes depression and anxiety brains working way too hard. It's just fire. There's actually a pattern I called, I created or I named called the ring of fire. And sometimes the brain's really low in activity. People end up on the same drugs no matter what's going on in their brain. That is a disaster. My wife, who you know, when she was in her 20s, she got diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And as part of the treatment, they killed her thyroid. And they actually left her without thyroid for a couple of months, and she got extremely depressed. And the doctor put her on Prozac, and uh, and she talks about this publicly. And she very impulsive and she didn't like who she was and she went to the doctor and he goes oh well maybe you're not taking enough and doubled her dose and it her literally someone else that she didn't know and didn't like and so she she got off that which is why when we had our first date she said i almost canceled my first date with you because you're a psychiatrist (laughs) all of them are crazy but, she, but when I learned about your work, it's so cool. It's so different than whatever what other people do. Well, what about the person who went to their doctor, you know, not feeling good, knowing they should be feeling better, having these complaints of maybe anxiety and depression, and their doctor prescribed some type of an antidepressant, and it worked, and they've got some relief. And it's not that they want to be on them indefinitely, but they also cannot imagine life without them. They've come completely dependent upon them. And maybe they do need them to survive. So can they come off of them? How? And what effect does taking an antidepressant long term have on your the health of your gut? Well, there are many different kinds. So it depends on the one you're on. And I am not opposed to medicine. I'm just opposed to the sort of the indiscriminate use without doing all the other right things for it. And most of the, we spend more time here at Amon Clinics getting people off medicine than putting them on. And if you want to get off, just make sure you see an integrative psychiatrist that'll help support your mood, your systems while you get off. And usually with antidepressants, 
what I do with my patients is I get them off fairly slow, like over three, four, five, and six months. Because often what happens is people go, oh, I don't want to take this damn stuff. And they just stop it. But their neurons need it. You know, the medicine has trained their neurons that they need it. They rebound and start crying or get really bad thoughts in their head. And they go, oh, well, I, well, I need it. Is a to slowly, ever so slowly, going down on it to give your your neurons a chance to get rebalanced. And then we support them with omega-3 fatty acids, uh, multiple vitamins, other nutrients. Did you know, this is so interesting, head-to-head against like four different antidepressants, the spiced saffron, really effective. And there's actually, I have a lot of Persian families in my neighborhood, and I was telling them, I've done research on saffron, and they go, oh, there's uh, folklore in Iran, if you're too happy, you must have had saffron. And so, it's like 30 milligrams of saffron uh, has been shown not only to help with depression, it's been shown to help with PMS. It's also been shown to help with memory. So, if you can get clear-headed happy and not have to you know have your mood cycle that's a good thing and they're not, and it's prosexual i also like that because a lot of the antidepressants we use they ruin yeah your interest in sex or your ability to have an orgasm and i'm not a fan of that because i mean that hurts you but it also hurts your partner <laughs> Um, and and nobody knows. It's like, well, it's the little green and white capsule you're taking. Yes. It just makes me realize or think about how important your book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, is and how many great tips and just lifestyle approaches are included in that book. So for someone who is listening today who maybe they're on an antidepressant or maybe they're just struggling with the feelings of depression and anxiety and they'd like to know what they can do today in terms of lifestyle to begin making this change or perhaps even in terms of their diet or supplementation that's really important when it comes to healing our gut in such a way that it heals the brain. So Peter Drucker, who's the famous business consultant, used to say you can't change what you don't measure. And so I think it's critical to get your important numbers checked. So how's your thyroid? How is your C-reactive protein, which is a measure of inflammation? Is your testosterone level, even if you're a woman, low testosterone is associated with depression and low motivation and memory problems and brain fog? your fasting blood sugar like what's your hemoglobin a1c so it's really measuring and in change your brain change your life there's a whole section on know your important numbers can't change don't measure um the other part is now well what kind of anxiety or depression do you have based on our imaging work and we've now done 130,000 scans crazy yeah, and the irony is that after we're done with this interview today, my husband is actually at your office right now, and I understand that you're going to be meeting with him. He just had his brain scanned, which of course he did because he was so envious of the transformation I was able to achieve with my brain. 
It's, uh, I got a sneak peek. It's going to be fascinating. Ooh, it's exciting. So, yes, I think coming to the clinic and getting scanned is the easiest thing to do um, because you actually get a direct look at how you're Beyond that, we actually have a free brain health assessment on amenclinics.com. It's called Brain Health Assessment. And it will tell you, one, how healthy your brain is based on your habits. But it will also tell you your brain type. And we have 16 different types based on our imaging work. You tend to be um, spontaneous and impulsive, uh, persistent, uh, a bit worried. Um, sad or anxious and based on that there's 16 different types and then we'll give you suggestions about well these might be the supplements for you and I think everybody should take a multiple vitamin it just helps you mine the gap between what you eat and what you need everybody should be taking omega-3 fatty acids brand new study out this morning that they actually help in with people who have serious memory problems so it helps to keep your brain healthy. And then you should know and optimize your vitamin D level. I'm just a huge fan. There's so many things it helps from blood sugar to immunity to, um, if you have, for example, if you have low levels of vitamin D, so normal is between 30 and 100. Optimal, I think, is between 70 and 100. But those people who are over 40 compared to those people under 20 have half the risk of cancer. So, really important wow. thing. In addition, when vitamin D level is low, the hormone leptin that tells your brain not to mm-hmm. eat anymore doesn't work. You actually become leptin resistant. And before I knew this, so when I tested my vitamin D level when I sort of got this 10 years ago, it was 17. And I live in California where it's sunny most of the time, but I'm inside. Most of the time. That's interesting you should say that because when I had my blood work done and realized that from a nutritional standpoint, I was completely deficient in so many of the important vitamins, including vitamin D, like so deficient in vitamin D. And granted, I don't go in the sun. I try to avoid the sun because I have a history of skin cancer. It's too great of a risk for me. I thought I was getting it from my food, and I wasn't, or at least it wasn't being absorbed. So by adding a vitamin D supplement, just immediately I felt a difference and felt a change. And uh, the sun's a double-edged sword. That's where you get vitamin D from. And we were made, or we were evolved in the sun. And the dermatologists won. They've made us afraid of the sun. But also, you know, it can weather your skin and have its its own set of issues. But want to make sure you get enough or you take a supplement to make sure your level is okay. And when I optimized my level, my appetite went away. Awesome. Because I tried to lose Mm. like 25 pounds for 30 years and completely ineffective. Really? I did not know this. Okay, now I need to see a photo of you before because I've only ever known the thin and trim Dr. Amen. Oh, I was uh, yeah, no, I was a little chub ball, so I'm happy not to be, um, and I'd like to say I'm not vain, but I'm totally vain. Oh my gosh, you are funny. But serious question, for those who are considering making some of these lifestyle changes, you know, we want results quickly. 
How long do you think someone would have to wait before they start to feel different? You know, some people right away. We often will put people on an elimination diet, for example. I'm not a huge fan of gluten, dairy, corn, or soy. I mean, there is just no question that inflammation is the enemy. And we know what an impact it has on our gut, on our weight, on disease. What role does inflammation have in causing anxiety and depression? Well, it increases your risk of anxiety and depression and dementia. So I had this one guy who was suicidal, had tried to kill himself. I mean, for like 20 years, he was just a wreck and hated his life. He came to see us. And one of the interventions is we put him on an elimination diet. So he limited sugar, gluten, corn, soy, and then almost immediately felt better. And then we started to add one thing back yeah. so he could know what to eat and what not to eat. And added back corn, within 20 minutes, he had suicidal thoughts again. And he's like, boom. And he's only tried it twice. It's crazy to me. If we think about it, inflammation is the root cause of weight gain, clouded cognition, most itises, weight gain, neurological disorders, anxiety, depression, the list goes on and on. And I think so many of us are just, we've been eating foods that are inflammatory for so long that we don't even remember what it feels like to feel good. So when I started removing inflammatory foods from my diet, I immediately realized that even foods that I thought were healthy and maybe are healthy, they just weren't good for me. They, they were causing inflammation and I started to feel a lot better. But I had to do continued self-research to figure out that there were some foods that weren't on anyone's, you know, or on the common list anyways, that were causing inflammation in my system. So I'm wondering what your position is on testing. Do you think people should kind of do their own research, their own testing, or do some kind of formalized food sensitivity testing? I'm not a huge fan of testing. I used to be a fan of testing. I'm much more a fan now of testing how you feel. Yes, we call it the study of one. The study of you. Well, let's study you. Food is medicine or it's poison. Brand new study out. If you have up to eight servings of fruits and vegetables a day, there's a linear increase in your level of happiness. So four vegetables was better than two. Six was better than four. Eight was better than six. And so you want to think of colorful fruits and vegetables that don't raise your blood sugar. So I often talk about the glycemic index, how quickly does a food raise your blood sugar, stay away from the high glycemic fruits like pineapple, dates, watermelon, and go for berries and apples and peaches. Uh, if you really love bananas, make sure they're a little bit green because their glycemic index is a little bit better. Kill white potatoes, rice. And I, I know from reading your books and watching your specials that you are a big fan of a plant-based diet, but I also know that you, you eat animal meat. So would you be comfortable sharing your position on how much red meat, do we need red meat? And if so, how much? Red meat's really interesting. If So it should be hormone-free, antibiotic-free, grass-fed, free-range. Is grain-fed meat has a worst fatty acid profile. If you're 
iron levels, so your ferritin, that's how we measure it. If your ferritin levels are low, I'm a huge fan of red meat because that's how it can give you iron. For most men, their iron levels are too high, at which point high iron actually is a major cause of depression and heart disease. So, you know, I'm having my patients <laughs> bled all the time just to get rid yeah, of yeah, yeah. their donate blood right <laughs> um, we're not we're not using leeches unless i don't really like you then i'll recommend that and i understand that this is a personal question but i'm curious how much meat do you consume do you think that we should eat it every day every meal once a month every day in portions at every meal i'm a huge fan because I always want to keep my mm. blood sugar stable. It stabilizes, not by eating carbs that quickly turn to sugar. That'll like them and then lower them, and it actually causes stress and cravings and hunger. I don't need that. So I. And, and this is kind of surprising, but is that because of the protein content, or is that more specifically because of the nutrients found in animal no, meat or animal protein? No, it's the protein content. But there are vitamins, for example, like B12, that you can't get in plants. And you can't get omega-3 fatty acids, the one your brain uses, DHA, and also EPA, in plants. You can't get them. And even my vegetarians now, I know some of the vegetarians are going to write in and hate me for the Try to get them to take fish oil. It's just the best source of EPA and DHA. DHA makes up 25% of the fat in your brain. And low levels, I just published a study on this, low levels of these two omega-3 fatty acids are associated with a smaller hippocampus, the major memory structure in your brain. It's also involved in mood and spatial awareness. So if you're parking at funny angles, it's probably because your hippocampus is. That's strong. right. That that was my hippocampus. I think I told you that I, I was parking funny and I like ran into the pillar in my own driveway. So, I'm a personal testament to the truth of that statement and that it can be fixed. It can be repaired, and I don't have to guess. I don't have to wonder. I've done the testing. I've can look at my brain before and after just making these lifestyle changes but attacking all of them and the faith and belief in what it is you recommend and the science and just look at the science people like we don't have to treat everything with a pill and again i just want to state for the record that i'm not by any means suggesting that all doctors pull out a scribe pad and you know prescribe antidepressants nor am i suggesting that there are those who aren't truly in terms of keeping them alive, dependent upon medication to, to balance an imbalance in their brain. We know that to be true. But we also know that antidepressants are being prescribed at an epidemic level. It's a crime. And there are so many of you listening now who can make some lifestyle changes, just dietary changes alone, but try to to really incorporate all of these changes and watch what happens. Notice how you feel and take back your life. Dr. Amen, I can't thank you enough for being a disruptor, for being a person who maybe is not as popular as you'd like to be amongst your peers, but you are a hero in my community. Thank you so much for your work and allowing me to share your story. That's, it's been phenomenal. People love you and love this story. 
Well, thank you so much. The honor has been mine. And Dr. Amen, we look forward to hearing from you again soon. I look forward to it. Pretty amazing stuff from a pretty amazing man who, by the way, after that interview, my husband, which is so crazy, had his brain specked read by Dr. Amen. And as you might suspect, Brett actually had some concussions, which we were not aware of. And in the front of his brain, which is most common for football players. So he too is going through a protocol to heal his brain. What's really interesting is that together, really, Brett has taken on many of the lifestyle changes that I started making two years ago when I found the concussions and challenges with my own brain. So it's very likely that Brett's already been healing in the process. Nonetheless, it's crazy how the sides of his brain, I mean, the areas of his brain that are malfunctioning are the areas where mine are working and the areas where mine are going dead are the areas where his are alive. So I guess it just goes to show that opposites attract and we really do (laughs) complement each other in more ways than what we realized. Oh, and here's the real kicker. One of the things that Dr. Amen suggested he do is play tennis. Interesting. My friends, it has been an honor to spend this time here with you today. As you know, I've been working diligently, feverishly, and passionately on this new, we call it a diet program, but it's so much more revolutionary than a diet program. And part of that is bringing experts to my students and helping them in their quest to figure out what works for them, how to take control of their bodies by healing their gut. And this is just one of the many experts that my students have been hearing from inside this test group. If you want to be a part of this revolutionary approach to diet, wellness, and living a healthy, optimal life, and finally getting control of your weight, I encourage you to sign up, get on the wait list. We'll be opening again soon. You can do so by going to dietbetatest.com. Again, that's dietbetatest.com. And until we have a chance to spend some time together again soon, I just want you to know you are the bomb.com. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And I care about you. This episode is brought to you by Smart Life Push Journal. Write that down, smartlifepushjournal.com. It's a system I created over five years ago, which to date has helped over a half a million people accomplish their goals, become more productive, healthier, and happier in the process. It revolves around the push goal principles. Now, if you don't know what a push goal is, no problem. The Smart Life Push Journal will actually walk you through the process of finding yours, creating it, and then accomplishing that goal and all the others on your list in less than 90 days. I've taught this system for countless years and while it works for anyone who does it, it was difficult to help people develop the habit of just creating a push goal and then accomplishing two to three 10 minute tasks each day around their push goal. Like that seems like common sense and and you know that if you just do a few things each day towards your big goals that they're going to happen, but how do we make that a habit? Well, my 90-day goal setting system revolves around a physical journal that turns that concept into a habit. Now, if you're looking for one of those really fancy pretty journals that, you know, has your whole year plus your electricity bill plus all of your birthday cards, And it's so big and so cumbersome, you can barely carry it around. This is not your journal. 
I've designed this journal because I was a journal junkie. I went through hundreds of journals. I tried to create my own. I played with apps. But after looking at the neuroscience behind physically writing out these tasks, after spending so much time trying to figure out complicated day tracking journal systems and realizing I was spending more time putting on fancy borders and tapes and colors, it just dawned on me, my whole purpose is about simplicity. Like, let's make things simple. Fewer decisions, fewer distractions, a lightweight, easy to carry with you, portable journal. It's a 90-day goal-setting system where you'll set goals to accomplish in the next 90 days, and then you pluck away at them 30 days at a time. So you don't carry around with you a journal that holds a year's worth of information or even 90 days. You carry around 30 days at a time. And that's important because in my study and in working with hundreds of thousands of people just like you, I found that things come up that change your goals, that change your direction. Life throws you curveballs and you need that fluidity. At the same time, you need accountability. It's like walking around with a life coach in your bag, in your purse, in your hand. You'll always have it with you. That was key. Because if you don't have it with you, then your goals, your dreams, and the tasks that you need to accomplish in order to master your goals are out of sight, out of mind. It's simple. It's fast. It does two things. It helps you track your health and fitness, which also includes your diet and nutrition, your sleep, all things that make you better, healthier, and it helps you track your day, your life. So you intertwine both business and personal. This is for the stay-at-home mom. This is for the entrepreneur, the network marketer. This is for the college student. This is for the person whose dreams are so big, they don't have time to turn their day planner into another cumbersome, huge, overwhelming project. It's simple. And it also includes a complete video series that teaches you how to use a journal. Because if you're like me, I don't like to read instructions. But how you use this journal is what makes it so amazing. I hope you'll check it out and learn more by going to smartlifepushjournal.com.